0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. How badly do you need your haircut? Has someone been doing it at home? I've been tasked with cutting coach's hair here at home, and if you knew how finicky he was about his hair, you'd be like, oh, girl, man, oh, man. Uh, But maybe you need it colored, because I definitely do. Uh, Well, hairdressers and barbershops are in that first phase of the province's relaunch, as I mentioned, which means this time next week you could be you could be getting your hair done but a change.org petition calling on the provincial government to reconsider the opening of hair salons and barbershops next week has thousands of virtual signatures on it greg robbins is the executive director of the beauty council of western canada and greg joins us this afternoon hi greg how you doing we're doing really well thanks jillian how about you I'm doing pretty good, although I desperately need to get my hair done, desperately, and uh, but I'm guessing there's so many of us in the same boat. Now, uh, here in Alberta, when uh, the, the province announced its relaunch strategy, uh, hair salons and barbershops were in that first phase, so that could be next Thursday. Were you surprised at that timeline? We actually were
1: surprised. We were expecting this to run through till about the end of May, roughly into the first part of june um a couple of reasons just for this virus to settle down and the fact that you can't really keep a six foot distance between client and operator
0: so um you know many saying that they're they're ready to go others are saying that um they're not ready to go how do you think that this is going to unfold next week
1: be a bit of a mixed bag so from what we're hearing from our members uh, the people who are ready to go feel you know confident that they've got the appropriate personal protective equipment Uh, maybe they're in a smaller operation where they don't have so much um, physical distancing that they have to worry about or perhaps they're able to afford to be able to run at a a lower level for example maybe at 50% capacity or be able to have their staff come in on a on a split shift sort of basis So, yeah, and on the other hand, you do have people who who simply do not want to go and, and probably will not open for a few more weeks.
0: Greg Robbins joining us this afternoon, the Executive Director of the Beauty Council of Western Canada. Now, Greg, I was reading about uh, in Germany where, I mean, it's just been crazy busy over there since they said, okay, you can go back to the hairstylist. But um, there's a number of rules that have been put in place, like filling out questionnaires and, um, you know, leaving every other chair empty, uh, only allowing to cut dry hair, disinfect surfaces regularly, which, of course, we're going to see here at home. What changes do you think, um, are going to be have to be what changes do you think uh, are going to be made have to be made and what's that going to be like for the stylist and the customer
1: you know it's it's interesting because we all know salons as these wonderful fun happy places where you you sort of get to get away forget your troubles have a glass of wine if, if that's if that's something that they can do and it won't really look like that any longer you know there'll be less talking because that's something that can spread the disease people are going to be in masks so uh, uh, and certainly, potentially, both the operator and the client, so it will be tricky. It'll be difficult for a lot of stylists to work with a mask because it's a very physical job, so they may be off taking breaks. Um, so it'll be a little more of a controlled environment, that's for sure, and certainly not nearly as fun and boisterous as it as it usually is. That That'll be the well. environment.
0: Well, and that's going to be interesting, Greg, because I've always said, I mean, hair salons are the nexus of everything, right? I mean, yeah. you want to know what's going on, you go to a hair salon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it is for a lot of people. It's you know, you go spend a couple of hours there. I know for some people, you can go and get your hair cut in 10 minutes. For some people, it takes two, three hours to get it done. And you've developed a really great relationship with your stylist. You have a friendship, so you're talking, you're laughing. So I think that's going to be um, I think that's going to be something that is going to be different. Difficult to get used to how is it going to work with uh, personal protective equipment do you think um, will um, the companies have to provide um, their employees that will the employees have to do it on their own what about customers will, will we have to wear it
1: yeah there are some there's some guidance available from you know the province the guidance for business owners and of course the enhanced infection prevention and control measures which which will have to be in place so, so really, whatever those things dictate and whatever a provincial health inspector is going to require based on, you know, the, the recommendations that they have to follow, it could very well be that customers will need to wear masks to avoid spreading mm-hmm. the virus out into the salon environment and for the um, operator as well. So it'll be a little different. It'll certainly be tricky. We've had a lot of members say, how on earth am I supposed to cut hair and not snip a mask off by accident? So, yeah, yeah it could be slow going.
0: Yeah, it could be slow going. And I think, um, yeah, again, the feel of it is just going to be really, really interesting. What about, you know, one of the things I love about going to the salon is I like looking at all the products and I'll pick stuff up and I'll I'll test it out, that sort of stuff. Or I'll look at the barrettes or whatever it is. I mean, that's going to have to change likely as well as far as the product on the store shelves that we can buy. It will.
1: I mean, we are looking, we've been in, in, in talks with the government, and we're still toying with this idea is how do we manage the retail area? You know, salon, you're right, salons have things like samples, they've got things like brochures you can pick up, and the packaging is beautiful. It's begging to be picked up and handled. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly our recommendation is leave it that way, have it there for clients, but it's going to have to be, you know, keep your hands off, and there are going to be, have, have to be sanitation rules and, and processes in the retail area.
0: Has there been talk about um, kind of like pre-screening? I know uh, I had a, an appointment with an oral surgeon yesterday, and of course all the questions beforehand, have you have you been anywhere? Do you have a temperature? Do you have a sniffles? Do you have a sore throat? Do you suspect that that might happen as well?
1: Oh, 100%. You know, I mean, one of the things is, look, we're like you said, you led with we're all desperate for a haircut, myself included. <laughs> I look a bit like Krusty the Clown. Um, so <laughs> I, I may just say, you know, I'm just going to go to the salon anyways, and I'll just keep my mouth closed, and I'll be fine. Uh, if nobody asks I don't have to tell anything Um, you know the other thing is I may be concerned about a cancellation fee as well so we're asking our members please you know relax your cancellation fees or eliminate them altogether for the time being and also provide people with a questionnaire so they do have to respond to a question and there are still people out there who aren't sure what the symptoms are so it's a useful exercise Uh
0: Interesting. Greg, before I let you go, there's this change.org petition that has the last, I've looked at like about 6,500 signatures on it. Your thoughts on that? I, you know, we we completely
1: sympathize and understand why there are people who do not want to go back. The good news is, you know, we still live in a democracy, and this isn't an order back to work. This is an allowance for people who want to get to work to get back to work. And we know several members who are in need of money. They might be doing this part-time or to make ends meet, and they would really like to get back to work. As long as it doesn't threaten any federal um, funding, uh, you know, for EI or CERB, I, I, yeah. I think that it's, I understand it, but there, are, it's, it's not in order.
0: Greg, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. It's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, next week. Thanks for your time.
1: Thank you very much. Real pleasure.
0: Yeah, Greg Robbins, the executive director of the Beauty Council of Western Canada. Uh, John says he can't wait to go for his haircut. His wife keeps offering to do it, but she says he says the idea of her having anything sharp close to my head scares me. Uh, and, and a few more of you saying, you know what? Marty says, Jay, four of my hairdresser friends say, nope, not going back, but they're going to be fired if they don't. Uh, Sarah says as much as she wants a haircut, she thinks it's too soon. And this one says, I've been getting my haircut by Mr. Gillette. That went full cue ball. You know what? I've thought about it too because I've got about two inches of pure white hair underneath all of this uh, red. I was thinking about taking it right down. A little too nervous just to do that uh, quite yet.